There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Howdy, friends, and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It is Josh and Scotty today. How you doing, Scotty? I am fabulous. How are Good. you, sir? Good. Glad to hear it. It's hump day. Yeah. Hopefully everyone's humping. Yeah. It's a, uh, <laughs> a nice rainy day here in St. Louis. I like that. I like a little rain. I love a rainy night. <laughs> I love to That's hear the tune. lightning or watch the, I like to hear the thunder, watch the lightning as it lights up the sky. <laughs> Very well played, sir. Yeah. I'm Eddie Rabbit. Um, <laughs> so anyway, glad you guys are there. We got a lot of stuff to get into. Of course, we're in the midst of Rocktober, better known as Rocktober. Rocktober, Rocktober <laughs> on KC95. And uh, when you hear Metallica all day long... You better tap that app. Let me see what our next Metallica is. Oh, coming up here in about 25 minutes or so. There you go. 25 minutes or so, you'll have your next opportunity to tap that app. Get when you hear... ready. Yeah. When you hear The Unforgiven, you'll have a chance to tap that app. So start listening now if you'd like to be ahead of the game. It doesn't benefit you in any way, but you can listen now because it might benefit us. So listen now on the app. We're about to play... Uh, Girls, girls, girls from Motley Crue. And I don't know why I was thinking of this yesterday. It might have been because of Taylor Swift being everywhere and how she basically made her name telling you how terrible her boyfriends and everything were. Right. But why is it that when women sing songs about men, they're never positive? There's never real positive women singing about men's songs. Why is it just acceptable that men are terrible? Like, before he cheats or, you know, most of your songs that women sing are about how terrible men are. We talk about how bad men are all the time, yet when I hear songs that men sing about women, generally speaking, they're glowing. Unless your theory of a dead man. Other than that, well, <laughs> to be fair, that his girlfriend was not a good person, <laughs> seemingly. Bad she, girlfriend. Yeah, she was thirsty. <laughs> she was a magnet. Um, but like... Like you think of girls, girls, girls. All this song is, is a song about some dudes hitting the town, admiring beautiful ladies. The female form. Check that out, Vince. What, man? Where? Like, they're checking them out. But like women, it's always, oh, guys are terrible. I hate men. Men cheated on me. Men are awful. All men do is tell you how beautiful they are. Doesn't matter what they look like. Hey, they could be fat bottom girls. It's complimentary. She might only be 17. It's complimentary. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. That's men. See, everybody talks about how toxic men are. I'd argue that women are more toxic. But we can't say that because it's 2023. <laughs> I think you just... I did. I said it. I don't live with fear. I'm fearless. I'm the real Taylor Swift. I'm fearless. Men do nothing but compliment women all the time. And all women can do about men... That's, we get nothing. We're just treated like we're junk, and I don't think that's fair. But Motley Crue's got the right idea. They're admiring the female form at strip clubs across the great land of ours. <laughs> and they name them all. They name them all. The good ones. Anyway. Crazy Hot Paris, France. <laughs> uh, all of them. I actually visited one of them in, um, which one was the one in Atlanta? I went down there and... Um, the Mousetrap? No, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> one of them from this damn song. And I took a picture outside of it, and I tweeted Vince. He didn't tweet me back, but he's kind of a dick. <laughs> anyway, it's KC95. KC95, Josh in his show, Rock and Roll Fantasy. It's bad company. We are talking about girls, girls, girls. The strip club I was thinking We're of was... We're always talking about girls. Yes, but the girls, girls, girls I was discussing was the song. Right, and then correct. the song, uh, they brought up Atlanta, and I said I went down to the... Uh, uh, Tattletales is the uh, name yeah. of the strip club in Atlanta, and it's still open. And I took a picture outside. I didn't go in, but it gave me an idea, and it's an idea I've always wanted to execute, and maybe one day I will. But I want to go to all the locations 
of the strip clubs in that song. Now, some don't exist anymore. Some may have changed names. Some have been some have been torn down, whatever. But I want to do a documentary with me and the guys from Motley Crue, and we go to each location and or place that's still open from that song, and then they share their stories that they remember from that particular strip club. So that if they're down at, like, Tattletail in Atlanta, we do a whole episode dedicated to all the shenanigans they remember from Tattletales in Atlanta. It's a documentary I'd like to make. And I think the world wants it. There are two Motley Crue-related things that I'd like to uh, invest in. One is a Motley Crue documentary about the strip clubs from Girls, Girls, Girls. And I want to have a line of fat dude, like big and tall clothing that me and Vince Neil go in on. It's called Too Fat for Love. And uh, that's going to be the name of the brand of the clothes. And then we, uh, like, we go in it together. He puts in more money because I have none. And then... Uh, Fair. And then, like, maybe we get into J.C. Penny. Maybe we get into Coles. <laughs> I don't know. And it's called it's, Coles. It's uh, too fat for love. But if we got into Pennies, we'd be right there next to Shaq's line of fat guy. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, maybe we want to blaze our own trail and have a big and tall in Walmart or something. I don't know. It depends. It would be very douchey clothing because Vince dress is very douchey. <laughs> like a lot of Ed Hardy knockoff looking yeah. stuff. A lot of true religion light for us. But big and tall, true religion looking like diamonds and sequins and everything all over real early 2000s trashy looking that's my dream so do the documentary about the strip clubs from girls 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 and too fat for love the big and tall clothing line a collaboration with me and vince neal i will donate one percent of my check every week for those dreams oh thank you you're a good friend <laughs> well if you can't get excited looking at strippers then you probably have low testosterone if i had to guess <laughs> Something's not adding <laughs> Or up. you're in East St. Louis. Um, <laughs> but either way, uh, you can go to Premier U. Premier, the letter U, med.com. Premier U. Uh, you can get the testosterone like Scotty. Uh, I take the Manjaro, and you can get the Ozempic or Manjaro, the, uh, this weight loss miracle it is, and helps with the type 2 beatus as well. That's why I started taking it. Uh, but they can help you out, all right? All you need to do is go see them or go to the website, premiere the letter umed.com, become a Josh and a showman jar bro, or at least look into it. And uh, you can start buying the Ozempic and Manjaro generic equivalents for as low as uh, about 400 bucks a month, which is very cheap relative to some of the other competitors. Told you, my buddy down in Houston pays five, 600 bucks yeah. a month for his Manjaro. So uh, this is a good opportunity I've for you. I've heard upwards of eight and 900 in some cases. It, yeah, it depends on your insurance, yeah. yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, man. So if I were you, I'd reach out. Just reach out and see what they can do for you. I've had people come up to me and say, hey, I've tried it. It's awesome. It's helped me. I've lost X amount of pounds. My A1C has gone down. Whatever. So here's what you should do. Reach out. 618-750-LIFE. 618-750-LIFE. Or Premier. P-R-E-M-I-E-R. -E -E the letter U. Med.com. You can also go see them. Where do you find them, Scotty? Swansea, Illinois, and South County locations. There you go. It's our friends over at Premier U. Premier, the letter U, med.com, and uh, become a Manjaro. Just go to the website and click that link and see where it takes you. If it's not for you, fine. If it is, let's become Manjaros. I'll, I'll be going into the Swansea location, so I'll share some pictures yeah, on the page. Yeah, you do. He's going to take a very picture, nice facility. Pictures of his bare penis as it gets larger <laughs> from these testosterone shots. We're going to do a measure, like when your mom measures your height on the wall. <laughs> It's going to be disgusting. And maybe I'll see my penis again one day. Good Lord willing in the creek don't rise. I'll see my, my penis. All right. Uh, coming up, about uh, 13 minutes or so, 14 minutes or so from now, your next chance to tap that app for Rocktober Metallica tickets at the Dome. Be ready. Tap that app. Just a few. Uh, Josh and Scott, we were at the Haunted House, Cobb Factory, Friday, opening night, and it's only going to get bigger. Good crowd out there on Friday. I went through. Now, in fairness, I went through with a guide. <laughs> I didn't want to, but it just kind of was a thing where me and your daughter and one of the guys walking through there went through. Let me tell you something. There is no more obnoxious human than your daughter in the haunted house. <laughs> I I got audio somewhere. I got to go get it. 
but she is obnoxious. And then, like, she wants to fight everybody. Yeah, I don't like, know where she gets I'm that. Like, Trinity, it's a haunted house. Like, you can't fight all of them. Like, I was going through listening to some audio. I also have video. I don't know if we're allowed to post any. It's not too much that would give anything away from the cop factory. So if they're cool with it, I can post it on the KC Graham. At one point, this dude's got your daughter around the waist and her legs are flailing like it's two white girls having a school fight and the PE teacher's grabbing them. But the two that people were But that was your daughter and like some monster and she's got her legs flailing. One point I'm listening and I hear something like, why don't you back up, bitch? I'm like, Trinity, it's a haunted house. That's not how this works. <laughs> But we'll be back out there on uh, Friday the 13th, which I imagine Friday the 13th, and as we get closer to Halloween and it gets cooler. Like, I didn't want to go through because it was so, like, warm still. I wanted the cold experience, but I went through anyway, and I'm actually glad I did because your daughter's a riot. <laughs> <laughs> it took, like, 25 minutes. It takes, like, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, but, uh, give or take. And, yeah. I, again, we were motoring through because, see, they were kind of showing us everything. There was one point, though, in there where it got really foggy, steamy, and I couldn't see because my glasses were fogged up. I was like Velma. I couldn't see. I'm like searching for my glasses, and then everybody else had left, and I'm just kind of bumping into walls. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> help me. I'm like, honestly, this is not cool. I don't like this at all. But anyway, it's really cool. Great haunted house, man. And I love where it's at. Like, I love that area because it, it, like, sometimes it feels haunted. Well, like, I, when I grew up in Baton Rouge, there was a haunted house downtown, but it was downtown, right? Like, you're in a city. It doesn't have that same vibe. You're out there in, like, like cornfield, basically. I mean, like, I say cornfield, but you're out there like you're in a, uh, like, they're scarecrows, and they're not there because it's Halloween. It's because they're trying to keep the crows scared in real life to get away from the crops. Right. Like, it feels like you're out there when you're out there. It kind of helps set the mood, you know what I'm saying? I love it. What did you think of the 3D room? I thought that was cool, too. It was trippy. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I felt like some Inagata DeVita should have been playing in there. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be great, actually. That would really <laughs> add to it. And then the, when you got towards the end, there was, like, the long maze in the in the building. Yeah. And, like, the witch house and the pyramid. Oh, yeah. Silent Hill. Yeah. Like, those look great, don't they? they those did. are new additions. So, it's, it's like, good. it's amazing. It's a really solid haunted house. Well, man. I was like trapped because I couldn't see. I was like taking off my glasses. <laughs> and then I hear your daughter screaming, and I'm like, Trinity, I'm coming for you. I'm sorry. I can't see. If you can just help me get out, I will protect you from the crazy man with the chainsaw. I'm so sorry. Who happens to be your brother. <laughs> so he wasn't going to give up on her. Uh, so oh anyway, go see him at the cop factory, panicfest.com, panicfest.com. For more info uh, and ticket information, all that, but it's a really cool time. And they're giving away, or they're selling the underwear, right? Yes. That's a great idea for yes. a haunted house. It's like, what what was the concept of the underwear? Uh, so it's like they're boxers. There's orange and there's black, and it says that I crap myself. Yeah, I crap myself at the cop factory, <laughs> but it uses the other word That's that we good. can't use. Awesome. So we'll be out there again in about a week. Give or take. Yeah, we're there uh, on the 13th. It'll be fun. So you should go out there now or whenever. Do it multiple times. It's fun. Bring your friends. Cobb Factory, panicfest.com. With Morrison Heating, Plumbing, Air. Scotty, can I tell you something? A mistake that I have made? Sure. So the I other day. I won't judge. What is going on here? I Sorry. started making, um, I started noticing that I had like uh, deodorant stains on the under part, under the armpits of my shirts. Yeah. Mostly older ones, but I started thinking, hey, I'd like to maybe find a deodorant that doesn't leave stains under the armpits of your shirts, right? Yeah, I'm just kind of curious, you know, if those existed. So I decided to buy a natural deodorant, more like more natural, less, uh, what, what do you put, like, uh, I don't Chemicals know, aluminums or, yeah. and stuff like that, you know? It's clear. Let me tell you something. This is no good. Because I smell terrible. <laughs> and generally speaking... I haven't smelled yet. I, well, I, listen, I was standing over by you showing you a video, and I could smell myself. When I came in here, I, I didn't thought, notice. I thought the smell in here was because, like, Favaz had left Mexican food. I'm the Mexican food. <laughs> I smell terrible. I am the taco. Like, I smell awful. And I put on deodorant. But, like, generally speaking, I'm not the guy that smells bad at the office. I'm not like, oh, God, here comes that. Because, you know, here comes stinky. Yeah, like, you know the guys that have body odor. And you know the guys who have, you know, food in their teeth all the time. You know all those guys. 
Generally speaking, I'm the guy that annoys management people by sitting in their <laughs> office and never leaving. That's what I'm known as, right? But now I'm the guy who sits in management office and never leaves, and I'm the smelly guy. I got to go back to my normal deodorant unless... Patchouli, baby. <laughs> it's always the answer. There's always an answer. It'll and cover it's, up anything. It's Jesus. always pot. It's always goes back to weed in some way. It smells like Bigfoot. <laughs> hemp. Just start wearing hemp deodorant. You do that. It just, smells great. Just rub buds under your arms. pH balance for a woman. Uh, so now I got to go find a new deodorant. The one I bought was this Everyman Jack deodorant. I was like, that's all natural. I'll try it. You know, it's like a cheaper brand. I might just have to go back to the normal brand I was using. I didn't realize that I was like... Index. I didn't realize I could be the guy that smelled. But, I mean, apparently it was really helping me to not stink to where the... So that's you, huh? Well, that might be the Mexican food, I hope. But they're blending. It's like it's a, it's a combo waft that you're getting there. It could be part it's, it's me. It's marvelous. I mean, it's, it could be part this food in the garbage can, and it could be part me, and I feel horrible about it. I don't think it's you. I didn't smell it when you were over here showing me the video. I don't know. I feel bad. Yeah. I feel like I've let the world down by yeah, having an odor. stinks. So, I mean, you're just having a bad day. This is a horrible day. <laughs> hey, I got a bidet coming. <laughs> we'll I mean, get you can watch your armpits. <laughs> you can stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go rub soap under my arms in the bathroom. I'll see you guys in eight minutes. So uh, there were three kids from Lindbergh High School yeah. who earned a perfect ACT score of 36. Nice. Did you take the ACT? I did. What'd you get? 26, 25, 26. And I mean this in the nicest way possible because I'm going to tell you that I took it one time and got like a 23 or a 24. Getting a high score on that test to me means nothing. I agree. So, look, I'm happy for you. I guess it's newsworthy. Congrats. You're going to go to some fancy college. I'm a barista after that. Congratulations. <laughs> barista. So, I, I look forward to you, you know, running websites or whatever it is you're going to do in the future. What they should do is hold an ACT for life skills. See, if we started doing that, then all these kids that get their little 36s on the ACT... What would they get then? What if the ACT also included having to change a tire? Ah. What if it did that? What if the ACT was like, you also have to learn how to bake a cake? Ah. I got takes, man. I got hot takes about school. Like, I was an okay student, you know? I mean, I was fine. I didn't like science and stuff, so a lot of my grades were... A lot of my... Like, my uh, GPA was negatively impacted by the fact that math and science didn't interest me. Like, English, I did pretty well and all that. I was fine. I wasn't going to take the ACT because I wasn't going to go to college. But uh, the principal one day woke me up on, on a Saturday and said, you need to go take the ACT. It's the last chance to take it. I'm not going to let you go your whole life without taking it. And to get into LSU or to get at some scholarship, I had to get somewhere in the low 20s, and I got that. I think I think I got like a 24 maybe on the ACT, right? Like, And that was someone who never studied for it. Like a lot of these kids spend all this time going to these after-school yeah, classes yeah. to learn about it, and all it proves is that you can remember stuff. Who cares if you can remember stuff? That doesn't help you in life. There's not one thing on the ACT that's going to help you later in life. Well, if... Uh, Rope is 10 cents a foot, and <laughs> Sally buys five feet of rope. How much rope does... 120. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, look, good for these kids. I'm not telling you that it's not a good thing to have good grades. What I'm telling you is these schools should be more focused still on going back to teaching people life skills so when they get out of uh, school, they have more to offer than just being able to answer standardized test questions. I agree. Like Hands-on training. Correct. People should learn how to cook in school. People should learn woodworking and electrical in school, man. Back when I was in school, I didn't believe that. I was like, these poor trade school dopes, they're leaving school at noon to do what? Learn how to you know, work with pipes and stuff? <laughs> Losers. I'm going places. Those dudes will always have jobs. Yeah. You know who doesn't always have a job? The radio guy. <laughs> Especially when the ratings start going down and they're like, sorry, you cost too much. <laughs> we're going to have to let you we go. We got to let you go. We're going we're gonna to turn the station into Mexican music. So you got to go. Uh, you know, Josh, we got, you got to go. Look, I just don't think it's wrong to say that kids should learn life skills in school. I wish I would have learned more of that. Now, the argument could be, well, what about dad? Dad should be teaching that. 
Well, still go to school. Instead of having P.E., which is a waste of time, learn how to change a tire or change the oil in your car. I agree. That's the world according to Josh. Not that I know how to do those things, <laughs> but the kids... Have you seen the world according to Garp? TG95, Josh in a show. It's Josh and Scott and Coach today. Well, Coach in here today. I take it back. I take it back. There is no Coach. I didn't see him anywhere. So he's not here. He gone. He gone. So how do you feel, Scott, when I ask you, when I told you that story about um, the kids that got the ACT, the 36 ACT at Lindbergh High? Again, nothing wrong with being a smart kid. I'm not judging you for getting the uh, 36 on the ACT. Good for them. That's However, impressive. you've actually got kids in high school. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be beneficial if we focused a little bit more on teaching those kids how to do things they're going to need after high school? Uh, I totally agree. They do have a personal finance class now, That's which good. is very cool. But the problem you uh, run into, though, is now you 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 don't balance a checkbook. It's just done on an app on your phone. So right. it's almost like you don't have to do anything, you know? Right. But, like, I knew how to do that. But I wish that I could go back to when I was in high school and try to learn a little bit more, just growing up in general, learn a little bit more about other life things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, I agree. Well, both, I, I, two of my kids went, uh, well, Van went through welding school, so that was technical school. He went like a half a day, and then he'd leave, like, you know. And well, what does he the, do now? He's welding. He's well. Okay, okay, so that was what he wanted to do. Okay, got it. Yes. And then my daughter is going for criminal justice because she wants to be a police officer. So she's going to just go pull people and she over. She won't be able to start till next semester, but that's where that's her plans is to get into Man, the I remember. Alternative. Not alternative, but the uh, I would drive through a town called Beaumont, Texas, and there was a little town that was kind of a suburb, if you will, of Beaumont called Vider. And where I remember Footloose was recorded. Not quite. It was in Oklahoma, right? Different Beaumont, <laughs> okay. but Beaumont, Texas. All right. So I'm going through Beaumont, and I saw their high school, and one part of the high school, there was a building that was a beauty school, and one was like a mechanic school. Yeah. I remember driving by, and I was kind of an elitist in my early 20s. Like, I'm smarter than all these dumb people. <laughs> what kind of dumb kids going to a beauty school in high school? <laughs> you dumb kids. You have no future. And then after being fired in radio like six times, I'm like, you know, and they're buying a nice new house for all of I'm like, I should have been a welder. I should have, you know, I should have paid more attention to that. Me too, buddy. Me but, too. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being smart, but ultimately, like the ACT, I told you, you got like a 25 or whatever. 25 or 26. I, I got like remember. a 24 on it. And at the end of the day, once it gets past going to college, that means absolutely nothing in your life. Being able to remember answers to questions doesn't get you anywhere in life unless you're trying to impress some chick when she watches Jeopardy with you. Right. And if she's impressed by your knowledge on Jeopardy, she's probably a nerd. <laughs> Which is so, okay, too. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to get Some you Some people have that natural ability to remember everything. You're really good with lyrics. Now, if the ACT was about song lyrics, you would have probably great. had a 36. But the difference is I just learned those naturally by doing things I enjoy. The kids that take the ACT and do well on it are probably kids that then go to classes to prep on how to answer standardized test questions. Yeah. That like that doesn't mean anything to me. It means you learned enough and remembered enough to take this standardized test, but what is that going to do for you in life? There's no question school should at least, at the bare minimum, be teaching kids how to change tires, change the oil in their car. I think home ec should no doubt be in there. Oh, yeah. And not because... Didn't, we didn't have that in high school. Well, not, but like... A lot of people would view it as, oh, it's sex. No, dudes should get their asses in there and learn how to bake a cake, too. Women should get in there and learn how to cook, keep the house, you know, uh, uh, fix toilets, whatever. That's what we need more of. Let me take a call Install here. Install a bidet. Yes, <laughs> all those things. Hello, Casey. I agree with you with what you just said. Uh, you know, it needs to be more shop-oriented. And, and I took a uh, home maintenance in uh, high school, and I actually cadet taught home maintenance for half a year before I graduated. What did that class consist of? The home maintenance is, it dealt with a little bit of everything, you know, like uh, replacing electrical outlets and switches all the way to, like, roofing and all that, you know. I mean, so, you know, servicing your toilet when, you know, the float screwed up and stuff like that, you know. So it was, you know, you actually even soldered pipes and all kinds of stuff in home maintenance. So, like, what would be wrong with learning that? Like, it's more valuable to a kid than learning about the periodic table of elements or something like that. <laughs> Learn something that you're going to use in life. Exactly, exactly. You know, I did a uh, small, uh, small uh, uh, engine mechanics and all that, like, you know, where you tear down the lawnmower engine and rebuild it and everything, and you write a shop manual on it and everything on what you did. 
you know, and I still got that shop manual. That's awesome. I, I would like to learn how to do things. Like one of my favorite things is to learn how to do something I didn't already know how to do. Smoking meat. There, that's why I'm doing it, and I'm terrible at it, but I'm trying. <laughs> like I enjoy that. Some people, it's not really their bag to learn how to new, do new things. They know what they know how to do, and that's what they want to do. They learn the bare minimum. I don't like to just be able to repeat something. I want to know the why of it. Like with the meat smoking, I'll message so many dudes that I know who are in Texas barbecue, and I will ask them questions about, well, why do we do it at 250, and why is it only eight minutes, and what does that mean? Why is my meat rough? Whatever. <laughs> why does my meat suck so bad? Why is my meat bumpy? Why? You know? So, I, like, But I like to know why. That's how I will always be. I don't like to just take things on the surface. I like to dissect them a little bit. So I would have loved if I were in school. Now, maybe when I was in school, I wouldn't have loved it so much. But how cool would it be to go back and look back and say, hey, when I was in high school, I learned how to build an engine or do something involved with a car. And now I know how to do that. And that's something that could actually be of use and of value. Like if you're a doctor or a scientist, I'm sure that knowing the the periodic table, knowing you know the atomic symbol for boron would be something great. Like I'm sure that helps you in that. I'm more into science now than I was in school. Like I was not good at science. I'm into a lot of things that I wasn't into in school because in school that you had to do it, so it wasn't yeah. that much fun. Now I look back at things and I go, oh, I'd like to know that. I'd like to know why this is this is this. That's just how I am. I'm inquiring. I'm inquisitive. Wiring minds want to I know. I was over 40 before I learned how to rebuild like an engine for a lawnmower. I'm 37 and I have no clue. I'll teach you. Oh, man, that'll be awesome. Thanks, <laughs> we'll Dad. We'll get greasy and fix a We'll lawnmower. do grease lightning together. <laughs> yeah. That'll be great. I'll bring back your Danny Zuko days. I'll be uh, Kaniki. Kaniki. <laughs> KG95, Josh Ennis Show. So I feel bad about something that happened uh, yesterday. Well, it was last night after I got off the air. So uh, me and my wife, we went to eat at Cyberg's over here on Dorset. And we were going to go have dinner and everything. And it's weird because I started feeling kind of strange when I when I went in. Like I, um, I, I had this situation, like I was on my way to Cyberg's last night and I sneezed. And like, it like kind of sent this jolt down my arms and, and everything, which I've had happen before, so I didn't think much of it. And then I got this really weird kind of headache at the base of my head, kind of on the right side, where like the occipital nerve region is, right? And I started, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I started feeling really weird when I sat down to eat at Cyberg's. And when I say I felt weird, my, like, I, I couldn't feel my legs. Like, I literally had no feeling in my legs. I felt like they were, like, when you sat on the toilet for too long and they're dead, had no feeling. So I got up and tried to walk around a little bit, and then I sat down, because I don't want to make a scene out of anything, you know? So I just, I was sitting there, and I couldn't feel my legs, and there was this weird numbness that was climbing my body up to, like, my chest, and I could not feel anything, and it was weird, and my hands felt weird. And we had just ordered, and I was ordering a steak over there, and she was ordering whatever she ordered. We ordered some shrimp. And I'm like, Jilly, I feel really weird. Like, I don't know what this issue is, but I can't feel my bot, like, up to, like, my chest. I cannot feel anything. So I got up and tried to walk it off. And, like, these things happen to me on occasion, and I don't know why. But this time it was felt really different. So I, she's like, do we need to leave and go somewhere? And I'm like, no, probably not. That's fine. So we order the food. And then I sit back down and I go, we may have to go somewhere. I feel really weird. Like, I'm not comfortable with this. We need to go. So I was looking around for the kid that was our waiter so I could tell him, hey, cancel the order. We're going to go. Well, the problem is I couldn't find him. And I was like, I need to get out of here. Like, I felt like I couldn't walk and I was kind of stumbling. Like, I don't know what the problem is. So we left got in the car and she's like, I'm going to take you. Do you want to go to an urgent care or an ER? And I said, I'll go to an ER. We'll go to the ER. So we went to DePair. And on our way over there, my wife's like, well, you know what's going to happen? They're going to see us on the security camera and they're going to think that we're dying in ditchers and then you're going to be all over the news. And I was like, Jilly, what if I die? Would it matter then? Like, would they say, well, he did, you know, leave before his food got there, but he is dead. Uh, obviously, I'm not. Um, <laughs> you you were hoping so you didn't have to deal with yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so she's got that in my mind. I'm like, damn it. I hope that, you know, someone doesn't catch me as some sort of, you know, th you know, bad guy. But anyway, so I'm on my way over to DePair. And, like, I couldn't feel my hands. Like, certain fingers were numb. And I would, like, try to rub my eye. And I had no 
concept of what I was, I was like jabbing myself in the eye because I couldn't feel my fingers. So I was like, my eye hurts. Oh, because you just poked yourself in the eye. So we pull up to the ER over at DePair, right? And like, I can barely get out of the car and my face is starting to get numb. This and was last night? This was yesterday. Holy cow. At, right after we left here. And then um, I couldn't feel my lips or my face and it was weird. And they, we pull up to the front of the ER they get me out and they put me in an ambulance, uh, not an ambulance, but a wheelchair and they wheel me in. Like, according to my wife, like, I didn't really have any concept of where I was. Uh, I couldn't talk. So, like, I was coherent enough to know what they were saying, but I couldn't formulate sentences. I, I don't know what was happening. So I'd have to look at my wife to answer questions because I couldn't really do it. I'd be like, I can't put the sentence together to answer this question. I don't know what I to say. They asked me to get my ID out of my wallet. Like, I couldn't get the ID out of my wallet. It was a nightmare. So they bring me into the, to this room in the ER over at DePair. And I'm flipping out because I think I'm dying. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I guess I'm stroking out. This is it. <laughs> this is the end of the day. Like, it's finally you didn't call. You didn't text. Uh, like, this is the end of it all. <laughs> you know? And eventually I kind of leveled out a little bit, but I was petrified because I couldn't, I had no idea really how to talk or communicate because I could not. So in my mind, I'm thinking, probably had a stroke finally. I guess my evil ways have <laughs> caught up with me. So I'm you know, just laying there and, I, and my wife is trying to explain to them my issue. She's like, well, 13 years ago he had encephalitis and it was kind of like this. And, and he has a doctor and the doctor, he's on Manjaro and all these different things. And Eventually, I kind of leveled out a little bit, but I was freaked out. You know, they ran all the tests, and, you know, I was having a hard time talking. I was assuming I just had a stroke, you know. I, I was hoping I didn't, but I was thinking I might. But then again, I could move, but I couldn't feel anything. Did you end up just, like, working yourself up in your head? I think, well, I have a legit issue. I don't know what it is, because they, they ran a bunch of tests. They're like, well, you don't you didn't have a stroke. We you, you seemingly are fine in all these other areas. You don't have all this. So they said, you need to reach out to a neurologist and you need to find out what the issue is. You can get an MRI. They did a CT scan. They're like, well, it doesn't look like you had a stroke or anything like that. I was like, that's good. So they, they say, call. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. So they say, call a neurologist tomorrow and get you know seen as soon as possible. So I call their neurologist and they're like, well, we can see you in mid-December. I'm like, but what if I'm dying right now? <laughs> like, like, what good are you going to do me in mid-December? I literally had an episode where I couldn't feel my legs. I couldn't feel my arms. Uh, my lips, was everything were so numb, I couldn't talk. All I your blood numbers were good? Everything was normal. Okay. You know, my blood pressure's a little high, I guess. But part of it is because I'm, you know, I'm, I was freaked the F out, yeah, dude. Like, I thought I was dying. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I was panicked, and it was terrible. And then me, I feel guilty about it. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I put you guys out. Like, I, like I felt awful talking to these nurses. Like, I'm, so, I'm embarrassing you guys. I'm so sorry. So we go through all this stuff, and I call today, and they're like, well, we can see you in mid-December. So then I called my actual doctor. I was like, I guess I should let you know that I, I damn near had a stroke, I guess, yesterday. And they brought me into the ER. He's like, well, I'll see you immediately. I'll see you tomorrow. I go then why did you have to put me off weeks the previous time when you didn't think I was dying? I was trying to tell you guys forever that I have these weird issues where I get numbness and my face tingles. No one cares until you have to spend thousands of dollars to go to the ER to, you know, because you're having some sort of issue over at Cyber. He's on the other end going, oh, we got a live one here. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm like, Brand dude. X. I asked you, I said two weeks ago when I was messaging you, like something feels really weird and yeah. I, I'll get numbness. It could be, and I asked if it was maybe a vitamin issue or maybe I have a, like an issue with like a pinched nerve or a disc or something. Oh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. No big deal. Oh, but I'm in the ER last night. Now all of a sudden you got four openings today. Wow. Figure that one out. Right. And I wanted to go today, and instead of calling me, the doctor's office communicates in a portal, you know, like a text. Yeah, yeah. I never saw the text where they said, hey, well, you can come in today. So I missed out on today, so now I got to go tomorrow. I don't know what my issue is still. Like, I don't know. Like, it's still weird that I literally could not feel most of my body when I was sitting at Cybers. Now, just... Uh, this did you take a gummy? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I texted you earlier. I was like, do you have anything? Because I'm probably going to just freak out all night. I don't know what my issue is. Don't freak out. So I don't know if I have like a pinched nerve. I don't know what it was. But the, 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 the numbness and stuff is what it is. What was really off-putting is the point where I was confused and I couldn't put sentences together and my face was numb. It was... It was, that's where I thought, I, I was like, I guess I stroked out. I guess this is it. I guess this is what it's like, you know. You I can seem fine today. I mean, 
I'm a wreck inside. You know, like I feel terrible. <laughs> like I'm worried all the time. And then like, I don't know, today is ratings day and they're probably not good because Marty ain't even talking to me. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be bad. And Jilly's like, well, don't worry about it. You're going to stress yourself out and you'll probably die. I'm like, this is all I have to live for, Jilly. Once I lose this, what do I have? <laughs> so I don't know, but I'm, I'm hoping that it's something like a pinch nerve or a disc or something that they can go in and repair. And that's it's what's causing my stress. And you're just working yourself out. Well, but... I get that, but I it's, can't. Your be mind can do some very strange things to your body. The numbness and everything is a real thing. I think that once I was having a breakdown during that, I think that was an anxiety you, thing. I was going to say, have you ever had panic attacks? I didn't know I was having them, but I did once I had encephalitis. And a lot of these symptoms were like the encephalitis I had, which was like, you know, you have fluid on your brain and stuff. That's what really freaked me out because I'm like, oh, God, is this kind of stuff happening again? It's like 13 years later, like it's Jason. It just came back. <laughs> Friday the 13th. They found me, week. Marty. I don't know how, but they found me. The encephalitis found me. And I was telling that to the nurse or the people in the ER, and they're like, that's not, no, I, I don't think that's it. You know, we just ran a CT scan. You should be fine there. Something's wrong with my body in terms of numbness and tingling and pins and needles and all that. And that's what I need to figure MD. out. Yeah, I, you don't want to do it. I feel confident that I don't have cancer or AIDS. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Certainly, AIDS, I don't think I have. So we'll see. But anyway, so that's that was my night last night. I got home at like 10-something, but it was... Sorry. Dude, it was effed it. up. Like, I thought, well, I guess I'm dead now. This is finally it. <laughs> and you didn't even call. I'm upset. I don't call people. I didn't call anybody. You I mean, I, you did not even a text. I don't know. I, first you of all, I couldn't even use my phone. Off. I couldn't even use my phone. <laughs> like, I was trying to text, and, like, I couldn't hold it. You don't have voice to text? I guess you couldn't talk. Well, I, yeah, yeah, you, you were heard <laughs> like, this whole time. <laughs> That's what you would have heard this whole damn time. I sound like a mongoloid. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm Josh. not an animal. <laughs> Talk to me, Josh. So, yeah, that's why. So I was in the ER last night. That's where I was. That was my night. And then the biggest concern my wife has is that we bailed on Cybergs before they brought our food. Therefore, it looks like we're dining and ditching. Did you call them? No. I mean I, I mean, I could, but I mean, I didn't order. I mean, the food never arrived. So, I mean, we literally just ordered the food. And then I'm like, yeah, we got to go. So, I mean, I'm sorry if they cooked the food, but it's not like I ate it and then left. So, anybody anyway. ate it. Yeah. So that was my life last night. Sure you have your own problems. <laughs> Please share. KG95, Josh and his show. It's Josh and Scott. Um, you like horror movies, right? I like them, yeah. The most expensive horror movie ever made was from 2013. It's called World War Z. Have you seen World War Z? Is that the one with uh, Brad Pitt in it? I don't even know because I haven't seen it. But it's apparently the most expensive. I don't think I have, though. I don't think I have. Well, I mean, it's, there's a list of the most expensive horror movies ever made. But, uh, again, they're all more current movies. So it's kind of unfair because that's the way movies are made now. They're just really expensive and full of effects. But you got Van Helsing, I Am Legend, The Wolfman, End of Days, Hollow Man. But to me, the best horror movies are the ones that are low budget and grimy and... Like to me, that's scary. You, were you a fan of the Blair Witch Project? Mm -hmm. I was. I thought that was really cool when it yeah. came out, and the whole story around it, and how you didn't know if it was actually real. Or, yeah, like, yeah. that was kind of cool, and that and those things accidentally happen, and they gain word of mouth. Like the original Halloween cost like a million dollars to make. In today's money, it's obviously more than a million, but back in 1978, it cost a million dollars to make Halloween. Movie became the most iconic horror movie maybe of all time. And a lot of the stuff happens based on necessity because you don't have the money to do fancy things. Like Jaws, which some people consider a horror movie, right? Yeah. The reason you didn't see the shark is because the shark never worked. So, like, they wanted more shark in the movie. But by this happenstance of the shark never working... They were able to do more dramatic stuff with the music, and you never really saw the shark except a couple times, and it made it scarier. Like, to me, that's where the coolest things happen is when you don't have all the resources to make them happen. Right. And I think that's cool when you get that kind of Improvi stuff. Improvise. Yes, yeah, so you have to make do. Kind of a make do type of thing. Yeah. Like, let's figure it out, you know? I think when you have too many resources, 
that can actually hurt you. Like, I couldn't care less about seeing most of these movies on this list of the most expensive horror movies because they're probably all giant computer movies that look like nothing to me. There's no originality. There's no cool, grimy, what they call, uh, what are those effects called? The, uh, the, uh, CGI? It, no, but it's the opposite of that. I forgot what they call the opposite of CGI. Something effects. But point being, is Elm Street on there at all? On the most expensive? Is it on the list? Like the original one? No. Oh, any of them. Uh, no, okay. because yeah, they were I'm, cheap. They were, I was going to say, yeah. those are fairly cheap, right? There's not a lot of effects. Um, yeah, and that's that's the way they wanted to do it, though, too, is there were effects. They're practical effects is what they're called, not digital, okay. but they're practical effects because that's how they wanted it at the studio. They wanted the movie to be cheaper and at low budget, actors not expensive, so they could turn a big profit. And for the most part, all the Elm Street movies did that. I think the first one probably cost a million bucks to make, somewhere in that neighborhood, one, two, one, three, and that then it became bad. gigantic, you know, made like 50-something million dollars, I think. I think the original did. Man, that's just why I don't care about digital movies. I just stuff that have all the, the effects. I don't care about effects. I like just a, a, a film. I like a good film. So you yeah, don't like, like Star Wars, then? Well, the thing is, Star Wars is okay because it was the effects for the time, but it wasn't all computers. Once movies started getting into computers and effects where you can do anything, it wasn't impressive anymore. Like when Forrest Gump, uh, you know, was shaking hands with Kennedy, that's impressive because you'd never seen something. Like the science behind how that happened was incredible and it was new. Back to the Future 2, there was a lot of new stuff in there that you hadn't seen before. Now, like, honestly, you or I, if we took the time to learn how to do it on our phone, we could probably use GarageBand or something or iMovie <laughs> and make, to a make, those effects, and make yeah. a decent-looking movie, you know? It was just a different world. But anyway, but the, the most expensive horror movie of all time is World War Z, and I haven't seen it. I guarantee the ones I like are not expensive, and they're great. How much did it cost to make Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Probably nothing. <laughs> About $400 for the chainsaw. <laughs> the, the, Exorcist. I mean, probably cost some, but not a ton. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I want to see that new one that's coming out. That new Exorcist, The Believer, yeah. True Believer, or something like that. Rumor has it that, like, uh, Linda Blair may make an appearance. I know. I heard that. Some. All right. What do you got in the traffic, Scott? Uh, KC Traffic brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, Work Western Hiking, Biker, and Fashion. Stop by one of their stores in Fenton or St. Peter's or now online at chucksboots.com. Uh, Two-vehicle crash on 170 South before uh, I-64. And debris in the roadway on 44 West past Vandeventer Avenue has the right lane closed there. KC Weather brought to you by Air Covered Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Save on a new HVAC system with Carrier Cool Cash Rebates. Details at aircomfortservice.com. That's aircomfortservice.com. Current temperature, 72 degrees. Low tonight with cloudy skies, 64. High tomorrow, uh, 70 with morning showers. 100% chance. So it's going to be rainy tomorrow as well. I like it. Uh, heads up, uh, in the 5 o'clock hours, you're going to be that next opportunity for Metallica tickets to tap that app. So be listening. You'll hear one from Metallica in the 5 o'clock hour. And when you do, you just tap the app, and you might win tickets to one of those Metallica shows at the Dome. KC95, Josh and his show, Josh and Scott. So in regards to my trip to the emergency room last night, Hey, tell me if I'm wrong here, and I'm not some super political guy, and I don't really pay a lot of attention to how medical stuff works. But am I wrong in saying that it's kind of effed up, that if you go to the emergency room, they determine that something is wrong enough with you that you need an MRI. They're like, there's something up here. We don't know what it is. We can't figure it out. We think we've eliminated some things it could be. Right. You need an MRI. Am I wrong in saying that it's pretty effed up that when you call to schedule an MRI, that you've got people telling you you're two and a half, three months out to even be able to be seen for a consultation with a neurologist? Like, is that effed up? Like, what? Like, I don't know how medicine works. But to me, if people have a situation where they were in the ER, literally could not speak, could not comprehend anything, and were really kind of effed up, isn't it kind of screwy that they're like, hey, call and make a, neurolog a neurological appointment. And then you go, and they're like, yeah, no, we can't do anything for you for at least, you know, three months. Yeah, you can come in. We got an opening on uh, December, whatever. And I'm like, they probably said 2024. But, like, yeah, like, what if I die? You know, I, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying in a hypothetical sense. No, I get it. Let's say I die. Doesn't concern them at all. They're like, next, go ahead, next person in. Medicine sucks. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, like you, you can laugh, and that's fine, but it does. It, like, no, the, it way, totally the way the system, medicine's a lovely thing. 
the way the system works sucks. Also, why they all that in the hospital just have an MRI machine? Yeah, that I never understood. Like, they should be able to do that. Because I'm fairly certain when... Hell, they, I, they I went mobile MRI. Yeah, so I went to the MRI. I went to the ER in Houston a couple times when I had an issue. And, like, they did MRIs and everything in there. Now, that's a huge medical center. That's one of the biggest right. medical centers on, you know ever. Now, maybe if it were, a, like, Barnes Jewish or something, maybe they do have their own. I don't know. This was in DePair. I don't know if DePair might be limited in resources. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's an honest know. point. I don't know. But you would think that, you know, they have a CT scan. So why wouldn't there be an MRI? They look like the same damn thing. They're yeah, like they're... cousins. They're very, they're kissing cousins, the <laughs> CT scan and the MRI. Were you in the tube? Well, it, it was, but I was so out of it. And I think it wasn't like the total tube. Like, I think these have changed a little bit. Dude, when I used to have to go in those things and be sucked into them, most frightening thing ever. So I don't know, but they tell you, you got to go get an MRI because you got some issue. You didn't have a stroke, but, you know, whatever. But, like, how bad of a deal would it have to be for you to just, you know, have taken me to get an MRI somewhere? Like, so I was horrible yesterday. There's no reason to believe that what happened to me yesterday won't happen again. But then I just got to sit back, sit around for three months and hope it doesn't. I'm like, whew, three months, guys. <laughs> I really hope I don't lose feeling in all of my limbs and I end up back in the ER again. I got you. If you say weed. I won't. I, was I will say, sock you again. <laughs> I was going to say Dustin. <laughs> that's the Rub some dust in <laughs> that, That's the answer. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just ridiculous. If Adam Wainwright had to get an MRI, I bet you sons of bitches would get him an MRI, wouldn't you? <laughs> Today. Yesterday. But, and I say that Adam Wainwright, but if a celebrity needs an MRI, do you think a celebrity waits for an MRI? Do you think that Jack Nicholson is calling the uh, the neurologist in, in De Pere and is like, hey... It's like, hey, it's Jack. When can I get in? And they're like, oh, Mr. Nicholson, sorry. We're going to get you in in four months. No, they're like, we'll get you in yesterday. We're we will gonna... send the chopper to pick you up, to take you to the neurologist. <laughs> oh, but oh, no. Average Jamoke, a-hole on the radio. Oh, that'll take four months. <laughs> if Ali Marmol needed a, an MRI, despite the fact he lost 90 games, you'd get him in there right now. But us average jamokes, us poor sons of bitches that don't have mansions, we don't get that stuff. I got one in my basement. You know, it's right next to the tanning bed. You know what else? I bet Canada gets their MRIs like that. Probably. Canada wins. Canada probably. Like, there's some guy, you call him like, hey, bud, I need to get an MRI. He's like, all right, hey, just come over. And then, like, boom, you get an MRI. But here in America, it's like, no, you might die. You had the worst experience you've had in a long time. You had to leave Cybergs. Were you were going to get a steak? Sorry, bud. Tough. Tough titty, said the kitty. <laughs> Life's difficult, bro. You got to deal with it for four months. I think they'll bump it up if you go to your doctor tomorrow. I'm going to my doctor tomorrow. I'm going to say, listen here, chief. I need to get an MRI. Because I need to figure out what's wrong with me. Because it's really putting the damper on my life. Whitey Herzog needed an MRI. They give him an MRI. I bet Stan Kroenke needed an MRI. He got an, an MRI. MRI. I got one. I'm not. I mean, I mean, like recently. I know. Well, it still took me two months. Your to band get wasn't big enough to get an MRI right now. <laughs> Never got one on the road. Probably <laughs> needed a few. <laughs> there was something wrong with it. If you were actually in Better Than Ezra, you might be bumped up I, the list for an MRI. It was good. <laughs> Look, I'm desperately wanting an MRI. Okay. And I need to get an MRI. Oh it's gosh. making my life miserable. <laughs> uh, no, Go sure. get you one. I'm trying. Yeah, I know. I can't just purchase one on eBay. I'm gonna go buy one from some guy's flatbed truck. He's like, hey, I got an MRI if you want it, man. <laughs> it's a radar gun. <laughs> To a Nintendo. <laughs> he's actually you look good, man. He's using the duck hunt gun. He's like, <laughs> I don't. I think you're solid, man. Solid as a rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yes, I hate celebrities. They get MRIs before all of us. And even moderate celebrities. That's what's even worse. Like, I don't know if uh, if Carrot Top needed an MRI, he'd get one before us. Carrot, if Gallagher were alive, if Gallagher's brother, who is alive. He could get an MRI before us. But no, not the dope on the radio. No, you're left to die. KG95, Josh and his show. Josh and Scott, welcome in. 
I got people calling up like, hey, why don't you go to Metro Imaging and get a, an MRI? Said, how long will that take? I could take a couple weeks. What if I'm dead in a couple of weeks? Then what? All you'll do is you'll forget I exist and you'll scratch me off of the appointment book. Well, first you'll call me and say, why didn't you show up for your appointment? And then you'll charge someone who's living still in my family. <laughs> and then you'll just bring in some other schmo that needs an MRI. I, I think know. you're going to be all right. I don't know that I am, Scott. This could be it. This could be it. <laughs> I think we've gone through this a couple times. But this is the but this time I had an episode, Scott. Yeah, There's yeah. a difference. Yeah. There's a difference when you're just thinking, oh, I have MS or something. Like I have stayed done. and ate the steak and then you might have been fine. But the thing is, I couldn't even hold the fork, Scott. <laughs> you should have had Jilly feed you. You eat the steak. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would have told me you left. I would have gone over there and grabbed your dinner. I do feel bad for that poor kid, though, that was our waiter, and, like, we put in an order and then disappeared. But I, all I had was some water. So, I mean, I'm sorry that they had to prepare some steak. I'm sure if the people at Cybergs knew that I had a medical emergency and had to go to the ER, then maybe they wouldn't think it's that big of a deal. They might have delivered it. Wouldn't that be something? Like, <laughs> guys, hold on. <laughs> Cybergs here. We're looking for Josh. <laughs> oh, you, who's Josh? <laughs> oh, the guy that we think had a stroke? <laughs> that was me last night. I know you got your own problems in life, but that was mine last night. I thought you guys should know. I thought we were close enough that we could share these kind of stories, people. Maybe we're not. I believe we are. Uh, let's see. KC95, hello. Josh, you got to look on the bright side of this thing. It might be just a severe case of cerebral sphincter inversion syndrome. Could be. Maybe I don't think it is, but that's uh, deep. I don't think it is. <laughs> I think it's worse than that. Yeah, I think it's a little bit worse. I don't. Even, I did, I'm not even sure what that is. I did have a friend tell me one thing that's a positive. They said, "Well, now if you die, they can't spin it as you got fired again." <laughs> There's one of those. I mean, you, you always got to look on the brighter side I of things. I man. did. And that was a bright side look. I didn't even think of it that way. And then I said, "Wait a minute, you're right." Now the internet still will. They'll be like, "You got fired in St. Louis." No, I died. That doesn't count. That's that's just death. I, I got <laughs> fired from life. <laughs> God that's, said you're done. That's actually how the spin will be on the internet. Like Josh Ennis, who was fired at one job in Houston, one in Philadelphia, and was fired from life in St. Louis. Uh, he, uh, goodbye to him. We say goodbye. <laughs> we say goodbye. <laughs> how many say goodbye? KC95, hello. Deb Nabbit, now I know, fellas, it's flight next time. I just wanted to make your Rocktober special. Oh, I appreciate that six-pack. Six pack, it's uh, great. We'll drink it. Don't worry. I'm not. That is not good. Scott Coach will, drink, will for sure. Coach would drink urine. <laughs> like, Coach doesn't care. What, he wouldn't know the difference. Scott, what is this beer? It's a little tangy. Well, <laughs> I actually enjoy Yangling, but I do agree that the can is very ugly. It's just, it's a gross beer. To me. It was a great gesture. Thank I, you. Listen, Second. I like it. You're a good guy. But now that I'm on my way out the door here, and by the door, I mean the door of life, I just, I can't hold anything back. I can't lie to you anymore. <laughs> I will not be drinking your yingling because it's gross. I don't want to go to the upper room uh, knowing that I'm carrying that kind of baggage. KC95, hello. Hey, don't fuck around with that, Josh. That's serious shit. Uh, now I got to, here's the problem, buddy. Then I have to dump you. Because you said two curse words. Yep. Apparently our dump, it, 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 on this show, it requires a lot of dumping. We need like 4,000 available dumps. But his <laughs> gesture was to not F around with it. It's serious. Do I look like I F'd around with it there, Scooter? I was in the freaking ER last night. You didn't waste any time or play I any didn't. games. I didn't. I said, I'm going to the ER now and I'm going to solve this. I'm not the one wasting time. It's our medical field that's doing that. That's all. Canada's got it right. I bet. I bet there's. I bet both Bob and Doug McKenzie right now could go get an MRI. They could walk into Walmart <laughs> and get an MRI. It's right next to the ATM. Yeah, you can get some Equate brand Tylenol and a Doctor Thunder, and it'll ride in the uh, in the MRI. <laughs> in Canada, not in America, not here, where it's like, hey, you're on the verge of death, and eh, we're gonna get you in. Uh, in November. Oh, November of this year? No. How are you looking in 2028? America. America. Anyway. It's good. It's good. And I still smell bad because this natural deodorant I tried to use 
Not good. Did the other stuff work? I mean, it's not as bad as it was, but I rubbed this this ball guard that was in the office. <laughs> it's and called, where did that come from? It literally was sitting here. Oh, the I know. Whole I've time. seen it up there before. But it says ball guard liquid powder it reduces sweat, irritation, and odor. So I thought, well, maybe this would help my armpits. No, it's not helping. It doesn't. Kind of stings the nostrils. <laughs> Pungent. Pungent. So yeah. Oh, so now. Oh. My underarms smell like someone's taint. <laughs> and there's so, two sacks hanging from yeah, it. So now I'm in great shape. What a day this is. <laughs> oh, anyway, my gosh. Tell me about the traffic. Oh, uh, If you guys are on your way to the MRI, you might want to, you know, just take note. You'll get to it in four years. It's lining up a little bit out here on Olive, actually. That's all I'm um, saying. Casey Travis brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western hiker, work western hiking, biker, and fashion. Stop by one of their stores at Fender St. Peter's or now online at Chuck'sBoots.com. Uh, static road work on 364 West at the Arena Parkway has the right lane closed. And a three-vehicle crash on 270 South at Olive Boulevard has the right lane closed. That's probably why it's backing up here. Uh, KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and installation. Save on a new HVAC system with carrier cool cash rebates. Details at aircomfortservice.com. That's aircomfortservice.com. 71 degrees, cloudy skies tonight, low of 64, high tomorrow of 70, with some uh, morning uh, rain, 100% chance, morning showers. Oh, so, now you know. Rainy Thursday. Sounds like a party. Let's do it. I'm here for it. KG95, Josh and his show. Keep your hands to yourself. Josh and Scott, what's up? Yes, do it. Hey. The bidet is in. Yes! It has arrived. I will install it tonight. What is the installation process on I this hope bidet? it's just removing the seat and then attaching it to the water outlet of the floor. I, I think. That seems like a lot of stuff to do. It know. won't be bad. It shouldn't be. I don't want to run the risk of anything that involves me and the water, because if something destroys and then it's a flood and then it's a whole deal, I don't want that responsibility. All right, so when I get it in, I'll sit and I'll do a video, just my face. Yeah. Okay, do that. Try it. We got to put that. Yeah, we got to put that on the KC gram. I want to see what the. I need to see what the first reaction you have is to sitting on your new commode with a bidet. (laughs) Probably won't be much different than. Well, I I need to see it though, and then we'll post it tomorrow so everybody can see it. We can break this video down of you sitting on the commode using a bidet for the first time. (laughs) And this is just a bidet to try it. Get coach to do it too. He's gonna blow your place up, but he's got coffee and beer. Literally, that's what he lives on. So I can imagine. He this. stinks. This isn't probably something that I can return if I don't like it <laughs> after you use it. Probably not. So you're going to have to accept it and just love it. I, hope I don't think you're going to have an issue with it. I don't understand why this would be an issue. You're literally just shooting water into your rectum to clean it. The only issue I have is like some people are saying you have to hook it to hot water. Or where my toilet is, I don't have hot water because my sink's across from the toilet. Oh, so see. sometimes you can go through like a vanity because the to- like the sink's right next to the toilet. Well, I don't have that option unless I run a new pipe of hot water up the side. Here's what we need. We need somebody involved in like bathroom stuff and plumbing or whatever that's a listener of Casey to just sponsor the show and put bidets in all of our homes. <laughs> and do it professional. I want a professional installation of a bidet. I'll tell you how I'm it goes. I'm not letting myself do it. I certainly am not going to be the one that's trying to hook up a bidet in my own home. I'll come use yours. I hope the toilet's clean. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure, sure it's it fine. Is. So uh, we'll, we'll get a review on this bidet. I don't know why this is so, so much drama. I feel like it's going to be wonderful. There's not a negative thing that could come from this. It, you're cleaning your, your ass. You're sitting on the commode. You're cleaning your ass. You don't have to wipe. I mean, this is you're living the dream. <laughs> it's going to really upscale the house. It will, out I there think, in for sale. What it's going to do is if you ever decide to sell, <laughs> I think that that's something you can include <laughs> on your Zillow post. <laughs> Although you might want to take that with you. I mean, that's your bidet. That's yeah, your true. seat. You're, that's true. I'm so I should probably keep bidet. the old one. Yeah. I, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, fine. Do whatever. I mean, don't toss it. Do whatever you want to do with it. I mean, do you really keep toilet seats like that? I guess you do. Where do you Scott, store that? Scott, we're digging too deep into the toilet just, seat. You're I got questions. You're never, you're I got questions. You're never selling your house. More than likely. This is true. Nobody wants your house, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, you live out in the middle of nowhere. They want the goats, though. Yeah. Okay, well, you got goats and tornadoes. That's and what by, you have out in your area. It's and, a high-class farm. And a whole lot of marijuana. <laughs> it's an even higher-class farm. <laughs> Makes it worth that much more. Speaking of, how's the crop? 
good. I'm going to be able to insulate my entire house. <laughs> <laughs> it is harvest season. Uh, uh, yeah, everything is out of the fields. So it's it's that time of year. Well, here we are. I know. She, uh, Marla, my wife, has done a great job with it. It was yeah. it was a good good year. It's a good year. It's going to be a good year. <laughs> it's going to be a great year, Josh. We're going to take care of all these problems you have. Yeah. <laughs> telling you. Hey, guess who's paying for your MRI? <laughs> Pickled <laughs> buds. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, I love it. I'll, I'll get you some pictures of what. Dude, it's insane. So cool, though. Well. I love this. I love this, that it's legal in Missouri. I love it. Let me see what we got here. KC95, hello. Hey, Josh. What's happening? What's up, ma'am? Hey, Scotty. Yes. How's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? How are you guys doing? Hey, uh, yeah, it's Bodang. You know, yeah. You know, they make for good uh, drinking fountains, too. Waka Waka. <laughs> oh, the, the bidet, yeah. The number of uh, bidet water fountain jokes that people called with yesterday, I was really disappointed in it. Because that's I a, got good well water, so probably pretty good. I get it, but I was really disappointed. I thought we had a higher brow humor on this radio show <laughs> than a thousand people saying, "You know, my mom mistake the she mistook the bidet for the water fountain. It was the mother-in-law." Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. KC ninety-five. Hello. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. Uh, this Grant. Hi. Uh, am I talking to Josh? Yeah. What's up? Hey, okay, I had a episode not quite as extreme as what you had. Yeah. And uh, it turned out they call it a TIA. And what it actually is is a mini stroke. But they tested for that. And they said that I didn't have any sort of stroke or mini stroke um, when I went there yesterday. Well, Well, what happened with mine was... I had a trauma to the, like, the side of my head, like, behind my ear. And it wasn't very much. I just kind of fell over on a motorcycle. And uh, what had happened was the blood clotted. And when it just, the clot didn't take very well. And when the clot broke free, that's what caused it. And, I mean, this was like... In 2014, 13, somewhere around yeah. in there. And my arm, on my right arm, the underside of my arm, all the way down to my two fingers, my last two fingers, and all the way up to my shoulder is still numb to this day. Damn, dude. I'm sorry to hear that, but thank you for the insight. That's no good. See, now, now I'm worried again. Now I'm never going to get this damn MRI because the medical system is just terrible. You're going to get it quicker than you think. All the get people the that have things. Prescription, boom, it'll move faster. Uh, prescription? What, it's, what it's prescription like a recommendation. Oh. A recommendation. Let's see, what are they going to give me? Like, here, rub some dirt on it. You might have had a stroke <laughs> the other night. He's probably going to tell you to go to the dispensary. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to believe this. You're not listening to your friend Scott, are you? He's like, have you heard of pickled buds? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing some great innovative things out there. <laughs> They're going to cure you. I, really, I got nothing. I'm out of options, but... You might want to go see Scott. Do you know Scott? It might counteract the Manjaro when you get the munchies. If you say Scott Gherkin, you lose a test. <laughs> you lose You say Ferris Bueller. <laughs> and you lose <laughs> Oh, you know him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the Travis? Casey uh, Travis brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boots store, Work Western Hiking Biker, and Fashion. Stop by one of their stores in Fenton or St. Peter's or online at chucksboots.com. Uh, there is no new traffic. KG oh. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and insulation. Save on a new HVAC system with carrier cool cash rebates. Details at aircomfortservice.com. That's aircomfortservice.com. It is now 70 degrees. Low tonight, 64. Cloudy skies overnight. Morning rain, high of 70 tomorrow. There you go. It's my kind of day. It's a good day to go to the doctor and be told it's going to take seven months to get this MRI in a... Can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> All right, more rock coming up. The K Of course, the news is brought to you by Frank Lita Mitsubishi in the automotive outlet in Bridgeton. Yes, Lita.com. Here's one for you. It happened around City Park. So there's a lot of carjackings that happen here in St. Louis. You're aware of that. A lot of bad things happen. In particular, a lot of bad things the closer you get to downtown, right? 
Well, this is one you don't hear very often. Apparently, a carjacking happened at the 5600 block of Waterman, uh, which is around City Park. A man carjacked a person using an axe. You don't hear that very often. You very rarely get the axe. His to- name? Michael Meyer. <laughs> That's exactly. Now it would be Jason. I think. The, does Michael Meyer use an axe? Hey, he uses whatever he they can. They all his hands use on. what they can. Right. Yeah. Well, either. What's way. laying around? Yeah. But yeah. So apparently, this is around Forest Park. It was early uh, this morning. And that huh. someone was carjacked by a person with an axe. It's not funny. But, like, the idea of an axe is kind of funny. Like, you're going to your car, you know, you're about ready to go, and some guy's got an axe. I mean, if you're outside of your car, then obviously you're going to give the person your keys and say, okay, fine, you're going to chop my head off with an axe. But if you're in the car, there's really no need to get out of the car and give someone with an axe anything. Like, if you took a gun and shot somebody through a window, you, you could kill them. I feel like you could get away in a car from somebody with an axe. I feel Again, I'm not in that situation, so I don't know. I think you're right. I mean, it's not the weapon of choice. No, like if you're going to carjack someone, I mean, I mean, weapon A is a gun, I would imagine. But <laughs> Please, someone carjack me with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long day, buddy. <laughs> you got two choices. I'm either going to give you some of this uh, pickle bud, <laughs> or uh, I'm going to shoot you. You can take this bud and you can get out of here, or I am going to plug you right here. Because there's two things Scotty Gherkin knows. It's marijuana and guns. <laughs> One ends well and the other doesn't. So what do you? what's it going to be, Chief? <laughs> what's it going to be? You've your got, choice. The ball is in your court, bub. <laughs> So just keep that in mind. <laughs> I feel like the equalizer. Yeah. You got nine seconds to decide. <laughs> You're either going to smoke this or I'm going to smoke you. Uh, what's it going to be? <laughs> are you in or are you out? But, uh, yeah, I don't know what became of that. I think the person stole the vehicle still. They got the key. They demanded the person's keys. The victim complied, and the suspect drove off in a 2019 white uh, Audi S5. Oh, wow. Nice car, too. Well, I mean, look. You're not going to take an axe to somebody for a, you know, Volkswagen Beetle. I mean, this is a, this is a <laughs> Depends good... Depends on how in need you are, I guess. Where a, do you need to go? It's a good rig. Over the, where it's at. It's probably at the chop shop. Yeah, so... With my window. Well, there's not much else you can do. That's the other thing. If you're going to steal a car from someone, you don't have a ton of options on what you can do after you steal it. Like, you go to the chop shop, or you just... You make a decision to get the hell out of town and go as far away as you can. But right. people can now, like, detect where cars are yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like uh, business ain't as strong as it used to be. <laughs> it takes a special kind of idiot <laughs> to try uh, these now. Like, it's interesting when you watch some of these old documentaries about crimes that were committed, you know, before there were, you know, like the blood and DNA and being able to track cars. It's like... Criminal used to be a great job. You know, like, he had a very small chance of getting caught. I mean, it was really good. Like they still haven't caught this DB Cooper. That some bitch jumped out <laughs> of the plane. We don't Where know. Is he? But like now, you rob someone. It's like your, your clock's ticking. He's you, somewhere in Chicago, Illinois, yeah. living like a schnook. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna make a movie someday. Yes. That's all. They you made know. me do it. Yeah. So, but anyway. Uh, It is uh, Rocktober, so if you'd like to win Metallica tickets...